welcome back everyone i feel like we haven't had a regular type of episode in a while like we've done guests and we've done me and you interviewing each other yeah i kind of because we have been doing other types of episodes i forgot like why we created these the podcast for a second and then when we came up with the topic that we're gonna talk about today I was like, why does this feel so, like, intrusive? Like, it feels too deep when we were, like, drafting up our answers. But I also, I mean, it is kind of a, like, a heavier topic, but also I feel like we haven't, like, just sat down and talked about a single topic and, like, hashed it out. So I feel like it feels a lot more deep. I know Angela and I were, like, prep, like, pep-talking each other. We're like, okay, we can do this. We, we want to talk about these subjects, like we want to share experiences and our thoughts in hopes that people can relate to it and feel like they're not, you know, they're part of a community. So today we're talking about judgment and acceptance. So judgment by other people, judgment of ourselves by ourselves mm-hmm. and acceptance. So one of the one of the overarching questions that we just like wanted to discuss in general is like your journey of self-acceptance. Um, how has that been? What do you think about it? Did you want to start or did you want me to go? <laughs> well, I was telling Angela earlier, I was like, you have to lead this conversation because I, <laughs> I am nervous and I have no idea. Um uh, um, we'll we'll definitely get into all the different like parts of our journey throughout the episode. But in general, I would say growing up, I was always really confident. Um, there were certain insecurities I had growing up um, that were more physical. Like I, one of the biggest insecurities I had was my skin. I had really bad skin growing up. I mean, like relatively bad skin. Um, and I always had acne. Not always. I had it starting around seventh or eighth grade. I started wearing makeup around eighth or ninth grade. And it was just like a decade of me worrying about the way that I looked because of my skin. So that was one of the biggest things for me. Um, and if anyone ever like struggles with this, you can always like DM me or like DM our podcast and I can always talk about it more. But in in a deeper sense, I wasn't really that insecure about that much growing up. Um, the only thing is that because I was so confident as a girl, I was seen a lot of times as like too bossy or like too opinionated or too bold. And I knew that that's what people thought about me. But growing up, I didn't, I don't think I cared too, too much. But I think now that I'm older, for some reason, I kind of worry about those things more. I tune into the things that were said to me while I was growing up and obviously now. Right now in my 20s, I'm doing a lot of like reflecting and like self-analyzing and mm-hmm. and really finding my identity um, in a deeper way. So I don't necessarily think it's that I'm losing confidence. I think I'm just questioning different parts of who I am and trying to find which parts of me like I really want to be and what parts of me I want to grow and like develop on. Mm-hmm your turn (laughs) tell us about your journey oh gosh um well I was it was yeah like Angela said I was like when she came up with this topic and we were like you know debriefing about how our podcast was going and the editing process I was like oh my god this is such an easy conversation because we were having a very fluid conversation when we talked about it just on our own and now that we're here and like typing out our thoughts and like recording I'm like 
this question is actually really hard. I I don't have the answer to it. Um, like what my journey of acceptance is obviously it just means that it's continuing and that you know I'm trying to understand and I think Angela's the same way that it's just never going to end like there's never a finish line in truly accepting ourselves um, but we can get closer and closer to it so that's probably where I am too it's a very ongoing process um, but if I talk about like the physical insecurities and internal insecurities physically for me like you know i not saying just categorizing girls but I feel like a lot of it it's just this like societal notion that you have to look a certain way. But for me specifically, I have this issue where I get very, very clammy very, very easily. If you have clammy hands and you have to, sh well, nowadays COVID has really been in my favor in terms of like shaking people's hands and like, you know, people are very much about personal space. Um, but it definitely stopped me from like, you know, dating or wanting to be, you know, even in like in church settings where it was like everyone holds hands and like, you know, you know, it was a lot of like fellowship in that kind of sense. I like didn't want to attend because I would overthink the entire process. Like, oh, I would have to like I would walk into any social setting scenario with the thought like, oh, my God, I'm gonna have to like touch their hands or introduce myself. And then it would just build and build and build. So that was probably my biggest insecurity that honestly carries over till now. Like I would always wear um, baggier clothing because I wanted sleeves that would hide my hands if I needed to. You know, it all played in a certain way. Um, but now I'm trying to, you know, come to a conclusion and a bigger understanding of it. But like Angela said, if anyone has something they want to talk more into, I can definitely touch about it more because it still consumes me every day. It brings a lot of additional anxiety, like mentally and stuff. Um, but in terms of internal insecurities, I always have this weird um issue where i kind of devalue my own self um so it makes me feel like i don't meet up to people's expectations and like you know i'm not doing enough i'm not sacrificing enough that was probably it and so i just feel like in terms of the journey and accepting all this i would just say like i'm just coming to this realization that i am aware of all of these insecurities and that's my first step to like you know accepting who I am and then being able to filter out like unnecessary commentary that like you know fogs up my mind about people's opinions or you know and just kind of coming to this conclusion like you know everyone's subject to whatever they believe their values or morals or choices and whatever and that I am the same way like I have my own choices and options and you know values and morals and all of the etc but I can't put other people's onto mm. me and I can't do that vice versa and so, you know, that's okay if we don't align and it's okay if I'm different, you know, all of those things. But I can't say it's an easy journey. I'm sure Angela agrees. Um, but we're getting there. We're getting we're there. We're definitely getting there. I feel like you, it's like what you said really like resonated with me about just acknowledging those insecurities is facing those things, like facing that part of yourself that doesn't feel so good all the time is so hard because a lot of times I don't even want to acknowledge that that's there. Like, I don't want to look at myself as, like, weak or, like, caring. You know, I want to yeah. be, like, cool and bold and I don't want to – I want to be confident and badass and to have to just sit myself down and be, like, you you did care what they said to you mm -hmm. and, and you did care what you look like. And to have to face that part of me is the hardest and I think that's half the journey. But I really appreciate, like – obviously always talking to you about these things because like you said about if you get clammy like with me I didn't really go into it but with my skin growing up it really affected me and it's the craziest thing because listening to you talk about 
you getting clammy i'm not not validating it but to me it doesn't seem like a huge deal like i don't think about it twice. (laughs) it's the craziest thing i'm like i'm your best friend and we've been at each other's sides for a lot of different parts of our journey like we had church together we had school together we had dance competitions together Mm -hmm. and all of those little physical things like for you clamminess and for me acne it affects all of those moments but Mm -hmm. for me i was by your side for all those moments and to me your you know your biggest insecurity did not I don't even really remember that and it's crazy because for us it's a huge magnified part like for me my skin like for church we had overnight retreats and every year there would be two retreats a winter one and a summer one and those would really wreck me because Mm. you had to take your makeup off at night and you had to wake up in the morning and it's weird if you go to bed with makeup on when everyone else is in the bathroom together you know watching your face and and getting ready for bed it just the whole experience even with high school dance competitions we had to do our makeup together in the mornings um Mm -hmm. and that was like I would come with like my base already done and mm-hmm. all those little things like you were saying it's commentary in your head that affects and it ruins these bigger moments because mm-hmm. that's not it, it's not those moments are not about your insecurities yet sometimes right. we make it like that and it's that's yeah. so tough we definitely amplify the wrong things in our head and it's i also feel like our generation um we kind of are different in the sense that I feel like, and it could be because we're Asian American too, but it's not in our culture to like constantly affirm your kids with like this confidence and stuff, but not saying our parents did it, but it wasn't, it's just something we don't talk about, you know, like, and I think right now our generation is very like proactive on figuring it out on our own without the parental guidance. I think there's definitely like a generational difference. I think mm-hmm. our parents probably had those insecurities, but they were probably more concerned with like putting food on food the on table, the and learning, right. learning the language here, yeah. getting a house to live in, you know, mm-hmm. raising their kids, all these existentially like physical existential problems to worry about. And so I think now that we don't have to struggle with the same things that our parents struggled with and they sacrificed for us to not have to struggle with we now are like you know wrought Mm -hmm. with all these problems that are more internal that I don't think they necessarily had to bring to the forefront all the time for themselves not that they didn't have those issues too um so what do you think like what are you afraid of people saying about you thinking about you and because of those like fears because of those specific things you're scared of how do you notice yourself acting differently and how do you notice those fears manifesting in your life Mm. well I feel like everyone based on their insecurity they're very good at masking it right I feel like we become experts at like you know because like you know when you say like oh I didn't know you had clammy hands like I didn't see it firsthand it kind of makes me in a twisted way I'm like I'm so glad I was able to Mm, make it so unnoticeable yeah like that it wasn't it hasn't come to your attention and it's funny because um and that's the same thing with like you and your makeup and stuff like that I I honestly like now that you say it yeah like at some competitions you would come with your base already done and i didn't even second think that I was just like oh she's just really prepared like she woke up extra (laughs) early and like got her uh, foundation all set so that we have one more less person to worry about if they got their makeup ready you know and I'm like wow but there's so much background thought and process that you've already put into place you're like 
you're being so diligent to hide things like that you know what I mean we're so persistent and like not lazy when it comes to things like that yeah um and honest it comes and like when it comes to like what people are thinking about and like ultimately it's that it's like there's a part where we're like masking and hiding it to keep our own pride for it like we're fighting ourselves to be like protective of ourselves but most it's probably because you don't want other people to use it against you or you know think and I am jealous of people who can be like nothing bothers me and you know I have no insecurities but at the core of it we're you know all very similar but getting back to the question I'm I think for me when it comes to being afraid of people I would say I'm scared that because of these insecurities I come off to be like too sensitive to another person's standpoint or because of these insecurities I stop myself from living to my fullest potential and I have I have a lot of people actually say to me like Sue you need to live in the moment more you need to like you know live out your life you're so young you need to do this and I can't I like find myself being stopped because I'm too scared of you know of what people will think if they find out the true entirety of who I am and that probably it's I see it the most when I'm just technically like you know thinking out the process like step by step okay I'm gonna wake up if I have a social gathering with someone or I'm like meeting I'm like okay I have to meet new people I'm gonna like okay you know what I'm gonna think about this like I'm gonna wear this specifically so I can get away with it I'm gonna go to the bathroom right before I meet them so then like you know I washed my hands or something you know like you know all those little little things and that's when I'm like wow these fears are really manifesting themselves like they really are I'm letting them control the way I live because I'm not taking every opportunity that's set in front of me I'm not wanting to do it but and then it's it it gets it goes further and deeper because then I feel like I'm disappointing myself I'm like letting this Mm. override me and then I'm disappointing other people and you know I'm not taking every opportunity that's presented to me and then I feel this like if I can't win this mental battle of like overcoming my fears am I being emotionally immature or and then when it yeah and then when it comes to like because you know I'm Christian I have this spiritual faith and then it goes back to like oh am I not trusting in God so then I feel like I have this lack of emotional and spiritual growth in that department so then it it's honestly I, I concluded that it's a toxic cycle at the core of it I'm like the small thing I let come over and then it leads to all of these things and then I'm left being very sad you know and that's yeah. probably the worst but yeah I feel like a lot of people would resonate with your story more I mean there's I have like so many questions I'm like I know you <laughs> so well and still I'm like I have so many questions but I feel like a lot of people would really resonate with what you just said to summarize is it like if you act in a way to please yourself or like live out your life you're afraid that you're disappointing other people and being selfish but then when you live for other people and as you do and you're kind of you always like give so much of yourself that if you don't do that consistently then you're afraid that you're being selfish and thinking about yourself too much it feels very toxic to me because it it manifests a lot of what i think throughout the day every day the moment i wake up the until i go to bed you know and i wish i could figure out the core of it like where it all began but i i have yet to hit the foundation like yeah so that is the hardest thing for me too i'm like i feel like you have to identify what exactly you struggle Mm -hmm. with in terms of insecurities then figure out why you are like that and then work on being different but i'm stuck at that second part too 
Um, but something that I struggle with a lot is is feeling like I'm just too much of everything. Mm. Like, and and this is like I say this all the time on our episodes, and I always joke like I'm about to cry. I mean, I'm not joking. <laughs> she's about not. To cry. She's not. She's I'm definitely not. Yeah, she's like Angela's definitely not kidding, um, <laughs> which is fine. Which is fine. Right. I mean, it should be fine, but some part of me tells me it's mm-hmm. too much, you know, and everything like it's it's not logical because, you know, like Sue always tells me and the people that are really like the closest to me always tell me like it's a strength and it's the best part of you and they make me feel so good about it. Yet it's still mm-hmm. it, I feel like insecurities aren't logical. Like, you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily yeah. have to make sense, mm-hmm. but I just get really deep a lot and the way that I think is like very existential and I make everything kind of too deep and like not too deep just deep and I think people that are close to me are used to it like soon knows. Yeah, like everything I is deep say like when you say that I'm like <laughs> is she being too deep like but it's also a character that I appreciate about you so maybe I'm just like I don't see the difference but I'm also a similar level as you where I like I like this, you know, I like having conversations that are, like, deeper and, like, you know, um, figuring out people's feelings and stuff, but I guess to That is people... a really good point, and that's something that's really helped me feel better about myself, is surrounding myself with people who don't see my insecurities as weaknesses, mm. and I think when we get into, like, why later, I think if you're around people that make you feel insecure that's never a good thing but a lot of time I mean it's very obvious but a lot of times we don't even realize it's happening and I think subconsciously what's so good for us is to be around people who don't even think anything yeah. of our insecurities and that's yeah. really important is because I feel like I'm too much for the world sometimes but then I think about the way that I have conversations with you or like people that are really close to me and I'm like but they never they if anything they really like that part of me like that's why we have a relationship where we can talk about deep things um but the difficult thing is then that not the whole world feels that way and sometimes all those other opinions don't they feel like so big I honestly that's probably a battle like I just don't understand why I let so many people that are honestly meaningless to me or have no connection to me have such a louder voice than everyone that truly cares and loves me you know like why am I trying to convince these people to like me even more when it's fine like I'm never gonna run into them like it's yeah yeah and if they want to say bad things about me then it's like well I know truly who I am and that truly people know that's not my actual character they're just creating lies honestly but it's ugh, we are twisted we do it to ourselves. <laughs> I feel like this happens to everybody at least once in their Mm -hmm. lifetime but there are people that just don't like you or you've had one interaction with them and maybe they I think it's pretty safe to say that someone who's only interacted with you once or twice or seen a couple pictures of you on your Instagram Mm. they don't know who you are and that's very logical yet we take their opinions and we blow them up into our entire mind and that's honestly that's not saying that like yeah maybe a stranger has like a word of advice for you like constructive criticism on like how to better you that's not you know that we're not saying that's not necessary we don't want that but it's just the unnecessary like commentary that's just not beneficial for anybody's existence like it should not be even shared at all and that's when it's like we're saying you shouldn't pay attention to it because it really does not matter if it's coming especially from people that obviously don't care about you as a person or wish for you to become better that's really 
really nice that you mentioned that it is it's not about blocking out people that disagree with you or have things to call out about you or even have constructive criticism for you like that's not at all what we're talking about we're just talking about people Mm -hmm, who are out here (laughs) not saying nice things for whatever reason and somehow we think those reasons are valid and they never were to to let those things affect you is so not logical yet we do it all the time um that leads into something else that i'm i don't know why i care so much but something i'm really afraid of is people taking like one part of who i am and thinking that's everything there is to me so i think i'm just afraid of people like generalizing or oversimplifying Mm. who i am and like for example like if i do something silly or you know dance i'm afraid people are gonna be like she doesn't even think about what's going on in the world right now. Like the deepness of the situation. She doesn't mm-hmm. have depth to her. And so I don't know why I feel this way because I know that I'm multifaceted and so is everyone else. Like we're all so multifaceted, but I'm afraid that if I don't show those parts of me, mm-hmm. I'm just going to become one thing. And then the minute that I show a different part of me, I'm like trying too hard or I'm fake. You're being fake, yeah. It's unfortunate, like, how much everything has become so calculated um and just like how social media has changed um and has affected everything that we do and i feel it because you know i feel like i it's not a lie i like think exactly like you i'm like wow am i doing too much am i sharing too much do i need to be quiet do i need to show that i agree with these people or these you know causes right now but at the same time i'm like but i don't need to show anyone but and then i'm like but I also want to, like, you know, raise the voices of people that need to be heard, you know. And it's just this, like, weird balance of things that, like, at the core of it, I always try to come back to this idea, like, you know what? Like, nobody nobody cares about me to this extent. I, I try to, like, dumb it down. Honestly, it's it would be a lie if I said any post I post on, like, Instagram, for example, is not thought through to the extreme, to be honest, you know. But at the end of the day, I still post because I try to convince myself saying no one cares about me to this extent to have an opinion of what I post because I'm I'm so nervous. I don't want people to take one little thing and then think that's right. all of me when again, like you said, we're we have so many different qualities, so many different traits, so many different personalities that we can present and talents and all of that. But people are so quick to make that judgment about us or about you or about me you know and right it's that's just why like overthinking about what you post is is valid in the sense that people will pick up anything and judge the minute you put it out into the world to want to put myself out there at the risk of having to recuperate and like explain myself after something like that like a judgment that's been made on me is too much so then Mm -hmm. that's why i'm like i'm just not gonna put myself out there but it's interesting when you say like no one cares about me that much because that's I do the same thing. I'm like no one's mm. thinking about your post, Angela. Like <laughs> you're the only one making a big deal out of this. Like people are going to see this for yeah. 5 seconds. I mean, that's the thing though is right now I feel like we're in a like climate where change is happening. Like to be neutral is negative right now because mm-hmm. we either are pushing for change or if you're not pushing, you're against it. But in order to push for change and to be influential, like you said, like how you're like no one cares, but to have people care about what you're speaking about, you have to be expressive. Yeah. 
But it's so hard when people make it so difficult for you to do just that yeah. by judging. That's my struggle. It's like I yeah. do want people to care what I have to say because there's a good, there's good things that need to be done. There's really really big changes that need to happen. But we can't do that if the minute we voice our opinions, there's so much negative judgment. Mm-hmm. then it comes all the way it's not even political it comes all the way back to just at the human core these insecurities you and i talk about like do we have good and positive and loving things to share with the world absolutely but can we do that if we have these insecurities in ourselves is that going to make it hard for us to speak out and not only be happy with ourselves and our lives and be like fruitful but also fruitful like producing change out there in the world yeah those insecurities are going to block all of that Honestly, I do feel like with time as we've grown up and we've aged and learned more about the world and, you know, especially our current climate of everything and it would be naive for us to be like, yeah, like everyone can just be nice to each other and everyone will be happy and, you know, we'll be kind and there's no reason everything that like all my insecurities just stem from like internal battles or like, you know, how I grew up or something like that but it's it's not like I think yours was a prime example like it's something you developed over time you know like you were a confident girl and I honestly I vouch that and I would say Angela was very very confident up until college to be honest Mm -hmm. it was really Mm -hmm. odd like I left for college and I came back and Angela was different you know (laughs) and I was like where did give me my friend back I was like where did this badass bitch that never like you know second guessed anything go because you know it's because I think it just comes with more knowledge because in us like we want to be empathetic with people's situations we want to be empathetic with everyone and the more we put other people's emotional battles on ourselves we feel like there's no room for our conversation and our story well is that at least how i feel a lot of why i like am the way i am is because i feel like i always do this i always devalue like i said earlier i don't value myself to the same level that every human should be valued to i i love being complimented if i'm you know gonna you know i, I love being complimented. who doesn't right like who yeah. doesn't love and i've taken those compliments of specifically like you know like oh, you care so much about other people, you're so considerate, you're so sacrificial, you give so much, you do, oh, that made that person so happy to such a high extreme that I I get fueled off of that compliment to actually do the opposite of good. Instead, it hurts me more because then I'm like, okay, I need to meet up to that and maintain that. So in the case of helping others and giving to others and ha- making them feel welcomed and appreciated, I need to lower the time for myself and put that time aside for these people and so then it becomes very unhealthy that compliment becomes very unhealthy for me technically and honestly that's where I have I've concluded to and I if I were to put it to some connected back to something like with me growing up I feel like it is this relationship with my brother and me being like the first child and just being a huge age gap between my brother and I where it feels like I got a lot of compliments growing up if I took care of my brother. He's eight years younger than me, so he's like a baby. I could change his diaper. I could do everything, and I was like a little mom, and that felt so good. And so I constantly am looking for those compliments with everyone. So sometimes, if I'm going to be honest, like I, I probably do things that I don't really mean in terms of giving and sacrificing my time and, you know, because and being a yes woman, 
when I don't actually want to be because I'm still looking for that compliment like it gives me so much adrenaline and high you know it it literally kind of sounds like an addiction oh my gosh okay but it's not to that extreme everybody but it's weird because I'm growing up and I'm realizing I also do truly love to I love hosting people I love people coming and it's so second nature for me but it's because I'm not balancing it with me time my selfish time that it becomes this negative outcome or you know offspring of some sort you know and so that's when I'm like oh shoot I need to like draw it back and realize oh this is this is it and then when I'm unhappy I get very much more insecure and everything gets heightened and I'm like anxious like bum I could literally be in my room on my bed staring at the like ceiling and I'd be anxious for no reason and that's a clear sign as to you know what has happened right and so yeah I feel like it's not always so simple as like you're doing something negatively that affects your your self image Mm -hmm. it's like this weird balance that it just becomes too much of something that's really good and it is a part of you but it it starts to take over all of you Mm -hmm. because to me what I wrote when I wrote this answer was like people saying things to me that were negative growing up that made me insecure but it's interesting because it can be both like for me I wrote down like negative voices in my head but also like insecurities can come from that like people people lifting up parts of you that are only parts of you and then you feeling like that's who you are now you can't step out of character and that suffocates you too right wow what an what an i did not expect this at like 11 a.m on a whatever morning (laughs) it's like morning time for me oh man it it i think you're right it's interesting because it comes from like negative and positive emotions energies yeah yeah so do you have any like specific instances or like experiences specifically you've had that you feel like still have like stuck with you and that you're like fighting against or I know we've mentioned some of them but um I can't think of anything like crazy but I do I feel like you could also resonate with this is my mom once told me and I don't think she made it it's like it goes back to how like it's just a generational difference they had different worries and different concerns and you know they had to hold back a lot of their own personal emotions because they have to be strong in front of our kids and you know all of that and I think my that's I I understand where my mom's coming from but it's something I can't help but rethink time and time again is like the whole idea that like we're just all so weak nowadays the kids nowadays are just so weak that we cry about everything and I can see how that has affected me now because I refuse to cry you know and I and I remember actually Christine mentioned that too when she we did her episode and I was like thinking about that I was like wow it it was nice to hear her say it and I think you're kind of the same way is that I'm like wow so other people go through this too but it it comes back because like even in my relationship with Chris or even when I'm with you and I'm like I'm really really upset I'm like don't make a sound don't make a sound you can cry but don't make a sound you know and the thing is I want to share but I'm just so not good with putting my emotions into words and that's what something we go back to because even when we had our little fight over the summer like was it is it like two summers ago now (laughs) I completely shut Angela off during that time frame because I couldn't put into words how I felt because I don't practice that skill I don't because I've just told myself to just shut off take your time alone you're going to regret anything you share in that moment because you're not going to articulate how you feel 
precisely well. And so Angela over here is over here trying to like, you know, get me to explain how I'm, what I'm going through and like communicate so we can work this through. But I'm over here like, no, I don't want to talk about it. I can't mm-hmm. because I, I just need some time. And it's so funny because I take time, but I'm literally in my head like, nothing's going through my mind <laughs> you know it's just like <laughs> silence seriously i you guys I, I practically ghosted angela for like two months <laughs> um because i couldn't and that's something i wish i needed do but i have not practiced enough so i do that with my current relationship with chris too i just shut him off to be honest like i'm like i can't talk about it <laughs> yeah right and i think about that and i and i realized like for, for me, I'm I'm starting to view now in my life seeing vulnerability as a strength. So when I see people opening up to each other, I'm like, that's strength, that's closeness, that's intimacy. Mm. And so at the time, I felt like, oh, she doesn't think we're that close. She can't talk to me about oh, it because no. she doesn't want to be vulnerable <laughs> with me. Because to right. me, it feeds on my insecurities. I'm insecure about being vulnerable too. But when I choose to be vulnerable, it's because I think you're important to me because it's mm. scary for me too. So at the time, I was thinking about it in that way, but I realized you were like in a moment, like you can't feel weak. But I'm so glad mm-hmm. you're talking about it because I feel like so many people feel like that. I It's funny because now that I'm thinking about it too, I feel like it's because like, you know, growing up, it's not like I'm going to fight with my eight year younger brother in the way that I will talk in that current like you know I'm like what like I can be 16 and he's eight I'm not gonna fight him with like 16 language (laughs) to an eight-year-old you know so I never got to communicate in words how I felt with anyone because it's not like I'm gonna go fight anyone on the general you know so I never had that argument (laughs) you know it makes sense because you're frustrated (laughs) with your brother he's being annoying whatever you guys fight about something you're not gonna sit there and debate with him you're just gonna walk away and be like he's younger than me yeah that makes sense That makes a lot of sense. I feel like you're never going to have 100% of days from here on out where you just feel completely happy with yourself. But that's also the powerful part is that if it's just going to be that way, like why don't we just love ourselves a little more? (laughs) And like why don't we just like, you know? The other thing is like where we're talking about like the way that people think about us. The sad part is you can't control that. You can't just make people like you. But that's also the powerful part is that you can't make people like you. So in fact, it has nothing to do with you and it was never in your control to begin with. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's something that I'm really learning is like I can't really package all of my insecurities and whatnot into like Mm -hmm. a little message for you. But sometimes Mm -hmm. the messy parts of who we are in the world that's actually the most powerful thing it's just letting that be what it is and being and still working on being the best version of yourself i think the most proactive takeaways that we could actually do is just constantly remind ourselves like you know this is who we are and like trying to see it in the best light um, of our insecurities i feel like insecurities we won't we won't see an immediate like oh my gosh like i'm so positive and i love myself like you're not gonna see that right away but it's something you can like proactively work on but i feel like one tangible thing that we can do like angela mentioned is like in regards to judgment and like people feeling like their opinion matters to you you can you can choose to change that and how you view that once that clicks in i feel like life will be a little bit easier but i feel like there's so much more we can say this topic was like was heavy heavy duty so if you made it 
to the to I the know end. if you made it congrats thank you for listening to us talk for this long um and for this episode particularly obviously if you have anything you want to share with us or just talk to us about you can always reach out to us on overly us on instagram or just um message us privately or email us that's good too um but yeah until next time thank you guys so much for listening we really appreciate you and what what do i always say at the end bye (laughs) 